0: Hello everyone, it is Saturday, February 17th, welcome to Pop Goes the Girls where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a parade through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh, And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Oval Redenbacher's Extra Buttery Popcorn, despite the fact that we will be eating it the entire episode. Now, I asked why popcorn? Because this is our finale episode.
1: Yes. And I was like, is it because Pop Goes the girls? Is it that And why? I said that would be interesting, but that was not the motivation. So explain to me. So when I eat popcorn, I think of going to the movies. I think of when we were kids and we used to watch movies all the time. And when Sam was around, our dog Sam, he used to eat the popcorn with us. This is true. And I'm it's just very nostalgic. You're going and I feel back like, in the day a little. And I feel like that's what like our whole podcast is about. I was before.
0: That was like seven years
1: old, and before for you. Mm-hmm.
0: You're really going back in time for that. Um, yeah. I was in my teen years, late teen years.
1: And plus, whenever you go to the movie theater, what do you have? You have popcorn. Now I do to go to the
0: movie theater. I know, right? This, sorry, Orville, but this is just not cutting it for me. <laughs> really. Orville's the best. I do you know what I do? So I, just a little fun fact. About I don't know you? you. Yeah, I don't know if you do this, but when I go to the theater, I don't actually like having the the butter, like the genuine butter that they put on. I don't like that they give you like the butter popcorn and then i go over to the machine where it's like the butter tasting filling whatever yeah. the hell it is which yeah. is whatever chemicals they got going on there it looks, i love them so i take a straw strong. i take a straw and you poke it into the middle and i poke it in the middle and, and i put the straw up to the to the, dispense, the nozzle. the yeah. dispensing nozzle that way you get it all through that and legs. i press it and i will move the straw to different levels through yeah. the popcorn so we'll go to the bottom to the to middle all the way to the top, right? So the
1: whole thing, gets and then you cover the top as well. That's that, a smart thing to do. It is a smart
0: thing to do. However, I, I have I've have very classically overdone it. So if you're going to use this method, which I highly, highly recommend, do not
1: keep pumping. <laughs> no,
0: not just that. Have napkins underneath
1: because it will go through. That. I had a
0: pool of grease one time because I did not know this and I had overdone it, and I was just swimming in grease. My entire pant. It looked like I peed myself. when i got up because it was just pure grease all over the place so that's my only recommendation make sure that you have ample ample napkins underneath the popcorn afterwards but great method and that is my fun fact of the day this is my how-to tutorial okay
1: yeah each week like the 51 weeks prior to this one (laughs) or well not 51 probably about 48 ish each week, we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable to us.
0: What are you talking about? This is episode fifty-two.
1: Yeah, but not every time have we done the artifacts. We've had our twist sister oh, weeks. We've had our solid fan theory point.
0: weeks. Solid point. Okay, all right. Um, sorry, what did you just say? You talking about? pop we've culture done We've done our artifacts. Okay. We also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories. That surround interpreting different pop
1: culture items, movies, music, whatever it is. Books, etc. Yeah. And lastly, we'll TV play... TV shows, yeah. especially. Lastly, we'll play a quick round of Twist the Sister, like we have in all of our other episodes, basically, where one of us loves something that the other hates, doesn't know anything about, doesn't like, feels mediocre about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right.
0: It's it's interesting. this The last... The Twist the Sister this week... I could twist myself almost. I I have you looked get yourself at it so turned sides. up into knots. Yeah, I've looked at <laughs> both sides of this this so much.
1: I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So we Let's agree get we agree with it being our finale of the season um that we were going to discuss works in which we believe the finale didn't happen or should not happen. Well, I say didn't because we work really well at completely denying. Yeah. The <laughs> our brain of a has card. just gone
0: nope. To, yeah. the, to this.
1: It happens with a lot of things, but we found our three worst ones when you say. I mean, there, there's a few out
0: there. Like some special shout outs to things like Gilmore Girls, where we. And, and Veronica
1: Mars, where they did the yeah. revival and then they just slapped us in the face. Lots of revivals where we were just like, nope. This was a mistake. Oh, excuse me, Shame on you. So, so. There's, there's
0: a few out there, but but I think these are some glaring ones. So go ahead. We'll talk well, about our we'll artifact. start with our artifact. Yeah. Which is. I mean, it's definitely of my era, but you were really into it as well, Well, especially because of me. It
1: technically premiered before you were born, but reruns and
0: et cetera. Oh, I watched it 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 all through my childhood, and then later on, I got motivated enough to get the DVDs, and that's how I got you into it as well. Okay, and the show is Roseanne. Dan and I always felt that it was our responsibility as parents to improve the lives of our children by 50% over our own, and we did we didn't hit our children as we were hit we didn't demand their unquestioning silence and we didn't teach our daughters to sacrifice more than our sons as a modern wife I walked a tightrope between tradition and progress and usually I failed by one outsider standards or another but I figured out that neither winning nor losing count for women like they do for men we women are the ones who transform everything we touch And nothing on
1: earth is higher than that.
0: So Roseanne is an interesting case in in the sense that there could be an argument that the whole last season just fall off the edge. Of That's the what my argument
1: is. Yeah. Not I, just the finale. I hate the whole season.
0: But the whole season could be, you could c- completely it just, forget it.
1: It's one nonsense thing after another nonsense thing. Uh, just
0: because I'm a completionist, I own the final season. But if I was just doing it out of like, do I like the season or not? I would never have got the well, final fact, season. Well, the case. you skip
1: whole parts of series, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. It would, it would be a little disjointed to say, to say the least. Um... But, uh, but, yeah. So, Roseanne, the reason why... I, I will focus on the finale, even though a lot of people well, online... we should talk about why
1: Roseanne's important to us first, before we talk about why it shouldn't have occurred. Okay. Um, do you want to go first, or me? Go ahead, you go first. Um, I really love Roseanne. Uh, I love that it felt very, like, everyday life for not just, like, the American family, but it felt like everyday life for what we were doing. Like, the antics we'd get up to It's blue home. collar.
0: It was blue um, collar in a way that was not being shown on TV. Most things were very glamorous, especially at that time. Yeah. You had, like, your dynasty kind of attitude still. Everyone was still showing a very glamorized version of life. Nobody yeah. lives in a house of that size. Nobody is spending that kind of money. No one dresses like that.
1: Yeah. Um. Well... I, I and to like that. Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I also like that every character was kind of funny in a different way. That every like anyone who watches Roseanne likes a different character, and they like them for different reasons. And they all get their time I like to shine.
0: All of the characters together. Yeah, they're, 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 they're so dynamics. good as an ensemble. Their dynamics is what makes it really um, strong for me.
1: Uh, like I like you already mentioned that the show was kind of groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, was, the fact that there are two leads. Are overweight. Or oh, yeah, is in and of itself, or considered overweight in the states.
0: They are overweight. Like they're definitely overweight from like a medical perspective. They're overweight, but uh, it's particularly interesting. And and but it, like okay, sorry. But you there's other things that they you talked about as well, like
1: thematically, that they brought into the it, like depression. They brought in hot button topics like, um, gay marriage, Um uh, that's what I like. Okay, something I have
0: to point out. I love Roseanne back in the day because what she was saying then and what she was putting on TV and what she was fighting for was very progressive politics. You're talking about
1: Roseanne the person, right? Roseanne Barr.
0: Roseanne Barr and, and also in, in the show itself. Mm-hmm. Very progressive politics. Talked about things that were not so necessarily acceptable to talk about in public. Not necessarily acceptable to talk about on television. Mm-hmm. Um, she
1: pushed the bar. Yeah. For sure. Well, I love what she did because her, um... But that's changed, Goranson, of course. So Lacey I, Goranson, who played her Becky, hair, her hair. wanted to cut her hair, and they said, you can't cut your hair, you can't cut your hair. They wanted her so, to look like a pretty so girl. So she grabbed her hair and chopped it off so it looked like shit, and she said, now she has to get a haircut. Yeah, um, and so her, for one
0: season, she has like this bowl cut haircut, which and it's is what awful. She, it's awful, but she wanted it, right? Yeah, and it was kind of the point of like you know, kids cut their hair, and that's what happens. They should be allowed to do whatever
1: the hell they want. Not everything
0: has. No, I didn't. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying no. Kids should that be was what she wanted for want.
1: her because she didn't want her to feel like because she was contracted to work as a certain person yeah. that she had to be a certain way or that she had to look a certain way as yeah. well, which is f- such a Hollywood thing to do, right?
0: Yeah. Um... So yeah, any anyway, very interesting um dynamics in the show for sure.
1: Um, while I related most to Darlene in Roseanne Yeah Yeah <laughs> the I, face, can, I can the see face that of just Paul was like <laughs> definitely <laughs> Um While I related Glad her you're most self aware the person that I always like feels nostalgic to me is Roseanne's actual character of Roseanne Connor because she reminds me of mom. She really reminds me of Mom. Like, when I see, when I'm watching Roseanne, I actively think, this is something Mom would do.
0: Because
1: yeah. I, I just, this is, it's the kind of thing, like, fun antics that Mom would get into with us. So, like, it's always fun for me to watch it and, like, be like, you know, we got that.
0: It's, it's very tied to memory for me. My mother, my grandmother, my grandfather, my dad, they're all, it, it has a lot of m- mirroring in the sense that. I know too, right? No, when I initially watched it, when I initially watched it, I about to say
1: because I'm the one person not in this narrative, so I want to know why. It very much
0: mirrored in the sense that the job, the jobs that they do to make ends meet and things like that, and my, my, like my grandfather and my dad both work the kind of jobs that are worked by Dan, by Dan's character, Dan Conn. They're
1: like contracting.
0: Yeah, they're, they're that's the type of work that they did. Like they're they're not lawyers, they're not accountants. It's blue collar. Yeah, it is very working blue-collar. class. And it I felt it reflected so much, and it, and it it's nice because you I truly don't see that, especially at that time, more so now. But you never ever saw that on TV. Like it was so rare. There, there's a few examples I can think of, but it was like almost played for like laughs and jokes against them to a certain extent, and that, like things like Old in the Family. Mm. all in the family had a different sort of vibe to it but it was like I I, I don't get the same sort of feeling because it, it's almost like we're laughing at Archie Bunker where, where the the joke is not played on them like we're not laughing at Roseanne and Dan we're relating yeah. to them we're on their side
1: you're laughing with them
0: about what's yeah, going on around them exactly about society and, and funny things there and anyway i found that very interesting i do want to kind of put it a little bit of a disclaimer roseanne currently not my favorite um just mainly because i don't agree with some of the politics surrounding that but yeah okay
1: let's get to the point um let's get to the point you have anything else to say before i get to the point the thing that i was getting to the very last thing was that it's still a very quotable show because mom and oh, me yeah. specifically we talk about one episode what the, the face you meet yes we do it all the time to the point that Dad laughs, but he doesn't know what we're talking yeah, about. You do have to understand that her, the sister in it, Jackie, is Liz, a bit of a mess. She's, when it she's
0: single. She, I mean, she's doing okay for herself, yeah. all things considered, but she is single, chronically single, at, at the start of the series, and she is just always
1: at their house. She's constantly yeah. coming over. Well, Dan constantly is like, you know, she doesn't live here, and and Roseanne. She and Jackie are very close. But she's Rose also is the kind older of sister, judgmental. Right? Yes. Is the older sister. And she's kind of judgy of Jackie in certain situations. Like, you're she doing the wrong her, she thing. She tells her
0: what she should do all the time.
1: Yeah. And, and is
0: constantly in her face about, do this. Why, why are you doing that, Jackie? Do this. Well, two of the things that
1: always come to mind is the you me thing. Which is when she comes. Which to Which is her. a
0: very visual joke. It's hard to
1: convey over, but she's hungover and she's like, you know what your problem is? This, this, and this. And she's like, well, there's a difference between you and me, Roseanne. She and goes, then she waves her hand in her me. face. She waves her hand in her face and she goes, you. And then she waves her hand in front of her own. She goes, me, you, me. It's not very funny unless unless you, can you see, see Lori Metcalf doing it.
0: Yeah, and she. Then it's hilarious. Her physical comedy
1: in that scene is is priceless. And then the other thing I always think of... And you do quote it all the time. Is when she says that Jackie is an addict, she's like, you're addicted to the chase and all this. That's why you can never settle down. And she's like, well, have another shot of pancake, Roseanne. Yeah. Because, like, Roseanne's, like, stuffing your face at breakfast. Yeah. And when she says this, she looks at her like, you bitch.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, don't push that onto me. Yeah, but it is definitely a case of glass houses, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. And it's very fun to see the sisterly dynamic between them, as well as the family dynamics In general the household now onto the part that we hate that's final season and the finale itself
0: so the final season there are like there's there is like a handful of people out there there they do exist that say that they really like the novelty of the final season they love the insanity of it it's like a fever dream that's how they describe it it's like a fever dream
1: i'm not into getting high and watching roseanne
0: i don't like that part of it because i liked how real the series felt I didn't like feeling like it was a fever dream.
1: It was grounded in reality, and then the final yeah. season is just nonsense. Like, we're winning the lottery. We're on a tram. Someone dies. Someone's alive again. Yeah. What let's I don't up.
0: like about the finale. Let's let's focus not on the entire season, but on the finale itself. So, in the finale itself, there is basically a reveal um, that...
1: I, I don't well, know where to start, it, honestly. There's well, a lot of reveals. On. The start of the Let, final season is that Dan and Roseanne break up. They get divorced. Is the final season. and then No,
0: they win the lottery.
1: They get a divorce. Doesn't he have an affair? That's what's supposed to happen, yeah. And they get divorced. I don't know if
0: that's accurate. Anyway, like I said, I don't watch the final season, so anything could happen for all I know. I, I have a faint memory of it. Um, so the revelation, really, is about Dan dying from his heart, heart attack. So Which there's is this, horrible. There's a scene prior where he has a heart attack, he lives, but in reality he dies, according to the 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 finale
1: because she makes it look like it's like she's writing her life yeah and she says honestly he died but I didn't want that to be the story that
0: we told yeah
1: and and I mean she made unnecessary
0: weird changes as well where she's like I decided to switch the people that my daughters were with so Darlene was really with um, the other one Mark Mark yeah I can't th- I can't think of either names Mark and David. David, right. And David was with... Becky. Uh, Becky.
1: Which, it doesn't look right.
0: Doesn't make sense to me, but at the same time, it kind of does make sense, because, like, they're more on the nerdy side and more on the
1: But David wasn't nerdy. Side. David was artistic, and, like, he was focused, and, like, that way, but he wasn't, uh-huh. he wasn't pushing uh, well against her being very logical and, like, nerdy. Yeah. That's why the whole reason that Mark and her were together was... It made more sense because it was like, bad boy, good girl. Anyway, she's alone. She's alone and she's been writing this
0: in the basement. She's been writing the story of their life. Mm. Because she decided to finally put the basement together on account of him dying... She comes up into her house alone. There's nobody in the house. Yeah. Which is like the first time you've ever seen her. There's always too many people in the house. Yeah, and, there's and now no there's one. nobody. She turns the lights out and and like sits on the couch. I think like all of these like little mo- or not sits on the couch, but like you see the couch and it's empty. It is just freaking devastating. Yeah. And I, and I don't mean in like a because it's like in she a wrote way it, where you're she, like,
1: oh, it cut me deep. It just feels like it came out of fucking nowhere. It's like she wrote a story about a family that loved each other. And then her the, re- kill it. the reality of it is that she was a lonely woman whose family had abandoned her in a drafty. I don't old even house. know if
0: that's the case. I just I don't know if that's what she's trying to say because that's I don't I don't know if that's what what happened or not because you don't really know what the reality is. Again, we're talking about a show where this is not reality anyway. Like it's but all it in, felt the, in the canon like of the show. Um, it yeah it is a it's a bit of a rough tonal shift for me. Especially considering the freaking zaniness of the, the final season, which I don't like anyway. The contrast is so sharp. It goes from being like a comedy series to just stabbing you in the heart. And, I mean, everybody loves Dan as well. Dan's character, flawed as he is, we still love his character. It would be the same thing if they had done it to anybody else.
1: I, see, there's times where you love Dan more than Roseanne in situations, and then there's situations where you love Roseanne more than Dan. But the fact that you love both of them, to have the character... St- change in the final season and in the finale that way, it feels like a stab to the heart and a slap to the face because you haven't what other things is it, Daisy? It's both of those things because <laughs> you get the slap to the face with the fact that his character supposed to have cheated and that doesn't seem like what Dan would do at all. Like they were very loyal and loved each other. So why would he cheat? And then it's followed by um, him dying. So it's just, it's unnecessary hurt that didn't need to be there yeah but yeah on that note we're on we're on, gonna, we're we're on gonna shift
0: gears to a, a show that um, has the
1: worst finale
0: has one of the worst finales yes yeah <laughs> people are pissed about
1: it thank god because sometimes i think like, i'm l- crazy no you're not crazy i didn't get to see the whole show but they played the finale on laugh did like, you watch it I didn't know it was the finale so I sat there and I watched the whole thing yeah. and then I found out what happened with the mother and I found out what happened Hold with on. the other relationships Hold on. and I was fuming. And
0: the show we're talking about is How I Met Your Mother.
1: Excuse me. Hi. Hi. I'm uh, the best man. Get, get in here. Get in here. Get in oh, here. thanks. Here. Let uh, me. Oh, okay. Thank you. Great show tonight.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're Cindy's ex-roommate, right?
1: Yeah. And you
0: are the professor. I took one of your classes. Wait a second. This is my umbrella. I left this umbrella at Cindy's. You
1: totally stole my umbrella. What?
0: No, I didn't. This is my umbrella. I bought this.
1: Excuse me. It even has my initials on it right here. TM. Ted Mosby. Yeah, look again. Ted Mosby. Those are my initials. TM. TM. Tracy McConnell. Um, no, Tracy McConnell, it's TM, totally my umbrella.
0: Uh, you're TM, terribly mistaken, because this umbrella has always belonged, TM, to me. (laughs) Although, I did lose it for a few years there. Um, So I went to this dance club. On St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's Day. And you left it there. And I left it there.
1: You never thought you'd see it again. I never thought I'd see it again.
0: I mean, how sometimes you just find things. Or has, how people have called it, how I settled for your mother. Or how I used your mother to have the kids that Aunt Robin can't. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, of uh, joking the, names that people thing, have come up the with. The thing
1: for me is that even the kids, after he tells them this story, in the finale they go, Dad... That's not the story of how you met mom. That's the story of how you're in love with Aunt Robin. And I'm like, if your kids are telling you this, man- the You have no control over your life. Here's the problem with having, and
0: this is what I think they did much better. Like, I'm gonna give credit, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm giving, gonna give credit to how I met your- Father. Father, right? That show did something smart. They never put the kid on screen. They put the person telling the story, the way they should have put Bob Saget on screen, Instead, which it would, would have been way better than what they did, because they put the kids and kids age, right? So they're like, we're just going to film everything. We know how it's going to end. We've got the entire story mapped out, and so that's what they did. And it outrages me because they 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 ruined something that was so perfect just to shoehorn this like story in because they had the footage. Fuck it, who cares? Find a way around it. Don't show the kids. I don't care. Don't screw up your series. And they really lost a lot of fans. Um, so, a very, very quick point that I'm going to make. Because this is actually our fan theory. So, I, I do have, like, another kind of parlay out of this to, to discuss. But when it comes to the finale itself, there are two sides to this. I had to read an article because I needed convincing. And I'm going to play devil's advocate. Oh, no. August 12, 2022, Michael Boyle wrote for film, slash, sorry, slash film, he wrote, How I Met Your Mother why Ending you Explained... Why called Slash Film? Slash Film. That seems odd. But well, look at the logo, Slash Film. It's kind of cool. I think it's just called Film. No, it's Slash Film. It's because Slash Film? Look at the, the website.
1: What a weird thing the to domain. do.
0: domain. Okay. How I Met Your Mother Ending Explained, we may have been too harsh. So they talk, like, very, very No, heavily. I think I'm harsh enough. This is the case of why it disappointed. The basic argument for why the finale was bad was because it failed to live up what the show seemed to be promising. We were told that Ted was going to meet the love of his life, and that... And that was, like, what the series was about. It's that's how no I met about. your mother, right? But his happily ever after had him going back to Robin, who we see at the beginning of the series, and it's like, how I met your Aunt Robin. It's, it's and ridiculous. the kids are like, what? Like, they, they
1: like you said, it's he's describing it's not them, and they're like, oh, that's not mom? Okay, next one.
0: We are told many times that Barney and Robin are great for each other. Yes. They center an entire season on their wedding, Right only for them to get divorced and go their separate ways within a single episode just to be convenient for this storyline. Very,
1: very It's very so annoying. hurtful to me because they have it that all of a sudden he's a great person and she's like all her job. He grows it's
0: so, so up- immensely. Several seasons of him slowly taking himself away from this meaningless hookup cycle that's not fulfilling to him and then he goes straight back to it it's very, very depressing. And, and, and doesn't, doesn't
1: he have 31 Days of Ladies at which he gets the girl pregnant on day 30 and ends up having a kid? It's ridiculous. It's offensive, and it's not in line with how Barney grew for seasons. It's yeah. like, oh, the let's, make him, no, let's make him a douche again. After a decade
0: Let's make him a douche again. It's nine years, that's the series it ran. It's almost a decade. They'd evolved to the point. I love this. The ninth season By the ninth season, the characters had evolved to the point where that ending no longer fit. Barney and Robin, most fans seem to feel, had way more chemistry than Ted and Robin they ever do. did. And Tracy's integration into the season, season 9, into the show in season 9, was so successful that the idea of killing her off and then bringing back Ted and Robin is just insulting.
1: Yeah. It really is. She was a perfect match for him. Yeah. And then, like, they're like, oh, she gets the, cancer, and the she dies, problem, and then he's really in love with Robin. Like, what the like, freak is this?
0: The show tried to clarify that it was, like, an appropriate amount of time before you went back onto the dating scene, before you went back to Robin. In the episode itself, it is, like, two minutes. Yeah. And that's, that's a problem. It feels like he is callous about her death because of yeah, that. Yeah,
1: it feels like, oh, wife's dead now. I'm gonna tell you this story, and I'm gonna head over to Robin's in a minute. They definitely had to do something about... The screen time they this needed to be a longer episode or, or something. Or it needed to be a season of this happening, yeah. not one episode. It's, yeah, it's very very harsh. Um, Anyway, you need to have the steady crumble of a marriage, Here we go. the crumbling of a friendship, because let's be real, Lily and Marshall were hurt by this too. While I don't agree with any of this, this is the counter
0: argument of why it is actually a good ending.
1: So the theory. Hold on, what's the theory? This isn't
0: the theory. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I just found this very interesting, so I wanted I'm, to share it with I'm you. I'm
1: sitting here waiting for you to get some theory, and I'm like, you haven't said a theory yet. It's a good
0: conclusion to the series, because okay. of the themes that are explored throughout the run of the show. For one, the idea of the one. Do you believe in the one? Is there a one out there? It's the
1: one? I think that, see, this is the thing, um, I think that there's a person that when you love them, they're like your one great love. I do think that you find love outside of it, but I do think there's the one person who like, they're this. And okay. everyone else is just kind of falling everywhere else in the pyramid.
0: Okay, I shouldn't ask you because then you're, you're not gonna agree with this then. So oh. Ted
1: tries to explain in season one,
0: why it wouldn't be bad to break up with a girl by telling her she just wasn't the one for him. He says the chances of one person being another person's the one are like six billion to one. You wouldn't take it personally if you lost the lottery. So it's meant to be seen as bad reasoning from Ted's part, but what Ted does try to give is an explanation as to why, like he, he does not and she like has kicks him. I,
1: I, I wanna let you know now that there's more than just the one, cause I'm about to head to Aunt Robbins in five.
0: Yeah, That's what on. this is, yeah. give me a break. It's always kind of am- ambiguous where the show actually falls on this concept because she has kicks him and it's like, was that a joke? Or are we supposed to feel that the creators of the show believe that there isn't a one? Like, yeah. are, is this planned is or is this bullshit? Is this a theme or is this just a one-off joke? But it comes up quite a lot. Um, and and the way when you express the idea in the way Ted phrased it, the idea that only one person in the world is your soulmate is inherently depressing. The odds of actually finding that one person on our planet is slim to none, which means most people end up settling for someone they deem close enough. And yeah, but a I lot think of that's the truth. Crit- a lot of the criticism on the finale was that this idea of the one at face value, that because Ted ends up with Robin at the end, that must mean that Robin was the one and that Tracy wasn't. A common interpretation of the finale is that it tells us Tracy was just a consolation prize.
1: That's not even why I hate the finale. I can get past him So there's him being, no one. He settled I can, for someone else. I can get past him being a dick to his dead wife. I can get past that. The thing that pisses me off is how they spend the first half of the finale destroying Barney and Robin- And then kind of ruining Robin's friendship with Lily because she can't be around because Ted's around and Barney's around. And she's like, oh, it's just too much drama. It's too much. And she leaves all the time. And that was her best friend. So Lily gets hurt by it, which hurts Marshall. And then Barney doesn't give a shit because Barney's like, I'm going to be drunk 24-7 and sleep with all these women now. Because why be married when you can have your heart broke? Like, it's bullshit. And then you're telling me that people are like, oh, well, it's fine because Ted said that you don't have the one. No, that's a tiny issue amongst 70 issues in a 60-minute period.
0: So here's where it gets interesting, going back to to the theory of the one. (laughs) So the consolation prize criticism, right? He said that this is not fair to call her a consolation prize because she kind of does the same thing to Ted to a certain extent. So in one of the most beloved episodes of the final season... Um, they sh- We see a, a glimpse of Tracy's life the same night that Ted met Robin um to the weekend of the wedding. Like, we kind of see a little bit of what she went through, right?
1: Yeah, so um, that you understand why she's with yeah, Ted. Yeah, you have
0: Tracy's big problem, a big internal dilemma she needs to overcome. She thinks that she's hit. Like, this is her end-all, be-all. Her one is her boyfriend, Max, who dies. So she believes that everyone gets that one person they're meant to be with. She's already lost that person, so she kind of loses interest in dating. She... um When she does find a new long-term boyfriend, she thinks of it as settling because she doesn't think she's ever going to be able to recapture what she had with Max, the guy she had before. So this is the best she can hope for. But this episode does a very good job of arguing that Tracy is wrong. The idea that there's only one right person for you and that everyone afterward can never possibly measure up is an unhealthy mindset to have. And the episode ends with Tracy accepting this, finally bringing herself to be emotionally open enough for Ted to enter her life. And
1: See, I don't like how it's being phrased. Like,
0: I don't think... And we like, didn't know this, but it's a, an ex- exact parallel of what Ted has to go through when she
1: dies as well. Yeah, but I don't... I but we don't, don't know that at this I don't point. think the way it's being worded is fair, because I think that there is, like, a one in the sense that I told you there's someone that when you... Like, you love them to a point that they will stay with you forever. Like, it's something that's like that. And then there's, like, other people that you love that it's they stay with you but it's not the same like it's it's like to sound really cheesy it's like your souls are connected like it feels like that mm-hmm. because of that connection and I don't think that it's fair to call them the one but they are technically the one because of how bonded you feel yeah compared to the others but it's not settling to be with those other people it's just different yeah so I don't like that they're like oh well she's settling he's settling all that I don't like that I feel like that's not fair. Where's the theory? Because all you're talking about is how
0: this works. Okay, so so then the question really becomes, um... Do you hate the the finale? I still hate the finale, and it's got
1: nothing to do with Ted. Ted, I didn't expect much from him. But the Barney and Robin thing, and the Robin fallout, and then Ted being like, you know, he's like not aware of himself so much that the kids have to say, dude, you're in love with Aunt Robin. Like, give me a break.
0: Okay, so you ready for the theory?
1: Yes. So the theory is from three years
0: ago. It comes from Kermit the Fraud, 92. Jesus. (laughs) I just love that name. Um, okay, so the theory is basically that Barney is nowhere near as bad as Ted makes him out to be. Ted is just exaggerating Barney's stories to make himself look better. Um... I believe that. Okay, so heres I'm just going to read the, the theory out to you in full. So, okay, it, it says, I don't really have much proof to this, but it's just a theory I've had for a while now. Ted does a lot of crappy things during the run of the show that um, something I think important is that Ted is the one telling this story to his kids. We only ever hear one perspective on this whole thing. So why would you tell your own children, especially your daughter, that someone they've called Uncle Barney their entire lives <laughs> repeatedly lies to women in an attempt to sleep with them? A lot of Barney's antics actually border on rape, And I feel if I heard my dad bragging about my uncle pulling this shit, I would cut contact with him. (laughs) I feel a lot of episodes where Ted's doing something bad, he immediately swaps to a story about Barney doing something slightly worse. Which makes me feel like he's trying to make himself look better, and this happens numerous times. Again, he says
1: he doesn't. Which have Which is much once again leading to the finale, at which yeah. time he turns around and he's like, "Love Aunt Robin." Yeah. Don't also, let's love remember
0: Aunt. that we see the other members of the gang talking about really private shit that they shouldn't know, but do anyway, like intimate details about their sex lives that they definitely would not have told Ted. So he's the one telling this story. Yeah. Based he's on his interpretations. He's creating his own interpretations.
1: Universe. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> and then I love that you wrote, edit. Apparently, according to a lot of people in this thread, this is already a pretty popular fan theory amongst fans of the show. <laughs> I had no idea about that. I'm just currently binge-watching the show and thought about it. So, yeah. So what do you think? Oh, also, interesting little piece of fact. Like, some people were like, you don't have evidence. We do. So, someone named, um, oh, God, I can't even say that. You know what? I'm not even going to say it. It's It's in not the not even going to attempt it? I'm not going to attempt it. What does it say? <sighs> data the codivita data the code the codivita yeah okay right well, that's we're going to guess that's the the user's name it says also ted co-wrote the playbook he's the only one to have cali- calligraphy background and that's brought up that he knows yeah. how to do calligraphy some plays are way too straightforward for even to Barney to go on with and the playbook is all calligraphy yeah and someone said, "I never thought about this. I love picturing Ted sitting down with his calligraphy set to write these things down as Barney dictates them and smokes a pipe." <laughs> uh, anyway,
1: uh, I I love Barney. I'd as be the more. Series goes you know on. what it is? I'd be more inclined to believe that Barney is Ted when he's talking about stories, and that Barney <laughs> that Barney doesn't even exist. No, it's just Ted. No, I no no no. That's not what I mean. I'd be more inclined to believe that the character of Barney is really what Ted was like, and the character of Ted is what Barney was like. I'd be yeah. more inclined to believe that, because of the way he knows all of these details. Because yeah. he's shitty.
0: Yeah, there, he there are sneaky. some shifty shenanigans going on, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so thoughts? Oh, I believe that. You th- Ted is a shit... Human Ted game. is terrible, and that's even if we don't think that he's lying about oh. Barney, <laughs> <laughs> he's still terrible, so yeah he definitely has what what I'd like to call main character syndrome where nobody likes you.
1: The thing that's weird is out of the three guys on the show, Ted on paper
0: is um, the one you know,
1: Ted is the one I like the most, but as the story goes on, I like Barney like Marshmallow. The most. Marshmallow. Marshmallow and Lily are so I, can't, Marshall. I can't, Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> Marshall and Lily are so cheesy to me. I like them, but they're so cheesy like it it just it feels very rose tinted glasses when I look at them. So it's hard for me to love them as oh. much as an intense at the ending
0: of season 1.
1: I know. Yeah, everything goes to shit. I know. It's it's difficult There was a
0: long period of time where I refused to watch season 1 Because it was too hard (laughs) I I would start from like the second half of season 2 And would just go from there What you couldn't even watch the first half of season 2 Nope There's too much much fallout from the season 1 finale I couldn't handle it Okay
1: now. So on we that
0: note, because we both <laughs> think that Ted's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and, and we're still
1: not enjoying the finale. Yeah, and
0: Tracy was amazing in the the finale. We love the mother.
1: Yes. And
0: Robin should have been with Barney. So that's the end of our story. And, and why,
1: can, why can't why can Lily and, and Robin be friends? I don't understand. Why can't Lily and Robin be friends? They are friends. But they're not. There's such a disconnect later because they're not... I don't want to talk about it. So... Now we're going to talk about our final Twist the Sister of the
0: season. I'm going to need some defining in a minute, but what we're going to be talking about is Sex and the City. Well, I know I haven't been your favorite over the years.
1: I wouldn't say that. I would.
0: Well, God knows I've made a lot of mistakes with Carrie. i fucked it up. Many times. I know that. Look, I need your advice. You three know her better than anyone. You're the loves of her life. And a guy's just lucky to come in fourth. But I do love her. And if you think I have the slightest chance, I'll be on the next plane to Paris. I'll roam the streets until I find her. I'll do anything. But if you think that she really is happy, well, I, I wouldn't want to wreck
1: that for her. And I'll be history. Go get our girl. Okay, so my
0: question to you is, I'm twisting you on Sex and the City's finale, or the whole thing?
1: Whatever you want. What you mean, whatever I want? Whatever you want. <sighs> um, because, do you want me to talk about Sex and the City first, so that you know how I feel? I don't understand, because we watched... both feel the finale. I, I haven't seen the finale. I've, I know, um... What, what are we feeling here? <laughs> so...
0: I know that this when is I watched... Included with the finale
1: should not happen. Yeah, but that was because you were offended by the finale, and I can't I have get on issues. board long enough to watch to the finale.
0: The thing is, I have a lot of things that I agree with,
1: but I also have a lot of things that I don't like. Okay, so you want me to just jump into what I feel? Because I've okay. seen the first two... I think I'm on the third season. Oh um, my god! You've never met Harry? Anyway. <gasps> um. <sighs> So, the thing is, um, everyone talks about which character they are, so I wanted to quickly just jump in with this. I'm very much a Miranda and Carrie, and you are such a Charlotte with, like, a sprinkle of Carrie. I'm not Carrie at all. You're such a Charlotte with, like, a sprinkle of Carrie.
0: No, I have no Carrie. You do. I have Miranda.
1: No. Yes. You think you're way darker than you are. You're a total Charlotte.
0: I'm a total Charlotte. Yeah. I have a sprinkle of Miranda. I don't have any of Carrie. Where are you getting this Carrie oh, idea from? Okay, fine. Give me, give me some Carrie. Explain to me where my okay. Carrie. Okay. If you're gonna get so offended, I'm not even gonna say it. I no. I I would <laughs> like to hear. I, this is my Miranda qualities coming out and well, saying, what the fuck? Do you hear
1: how you're getting like, really dramatic right now? That's such a carry move. That's not a carry move. Yes, Miranda it is. is the one who would be Carrie's like, Let's the one, like, cut I the can't shit believe and all of this me. is happening. I can't believe it's all happening around me. That's what Carrie's like. And you have that happen sometimes. So you get a sprinkle of Carrie and you're totally Charlotte. Because you love love. You love love. That's what you're like. And I know
0: you don't I, like it. I agree with the Charlotte, but I think that I have so much Miranda in me as well.
1: Fine, you can have a sprinkle sprinkler Miranda. I, there's no carry.
0: Safe. Like, I don't get your carry. No Fine. fashion. No, I don't think the story's about me. I I don't get it.
1: Okay, go on. Uh, also, big is a total tool. I don't know why people are losing their minds over Chris Noth when this dude is a scrub. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't know why they're Ooh.
0: You're basing this big. on what exactly?
1: What I know of him so
0: far. What do you know of him so far? I'm in season three. Give me some details, Daisy. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, like, he doesn't treat her very well. Like he turns around. Doesn't he take her to a dinner party and he says don't be a bitch and she goes, I'm just being myself. Like, granted she is being a little snotty at the time, but like you don't say to your girlfriend, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Did you really say that? Or he says something like don't be a bitch or you're acting like a bitch. And she just says, I'm just being myself. And I'm like, whoa! Like, red flags all over the place. I'm not quite sure where... where, when that was. And he's just... He's not very nice. He's kind of condescending to her. And she seems to be into him because she thinks... Like, I don't even... I, I gotta be honest. I don't know what she sees in him. But, like, she's got the love juice. And she's chugging from the bottle. And I don't know why he's the one that she's into. Um... But yeah, he's just he's a tool. I don't like him. I don't find him physically attractive. I don't find him funny. Like the whole thing that would attract me to him is just not there. Um, but yeah, I don't like that. Um, I love how in it they have, like a their friendship is very valuable to them. Like at the end of the day, they can come together and they can have some like uh cocktails and mimosas and everything's going to be okay. They have brunch. Yeah. yeah. They're just they're going to talk the it out, brunch. feel better. They they the biggest love story in the entire thing is their love story. Yeah, with each and I mean, other. that's
0: that's addressed early on. You may have seen that episode already. I can't remember what season it is. Much they part are, of. but they address, you know, like instead of having a person that I a soulmate that I'm, maybe you'll be my soulmate. We have three soulmates. Yeah, and there's so, and that their connection with each other is really solidified. I feel like in that moment, and then for the rest of the series, um. Yeah. Like the friendship is is definitely overrides majority of the stuff, even as everything goes on in their life. But I think that's lovely, and I also think it's kind of true as well. Like for some women, not old women, but for some women, their friendships are paramount to everything else. Yeah. And like that, that will be the driving force. It's like your like, yes, sisters before. They're sisters. gonna get married. This is the guy they're with. They l- hope that you'll like him. But gonna I'm the one you. who's there. But you, yeah. But it's very when special. It goes if goes you wanna to be shame. my lover, you gotta get with my friends. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Friendship, Um, The other thing was, I thought that it was very important to mention that Miranda, or not Miranda, Jesus, Samantha. Mm -hmm. Samantha, I don't really know that many Samanthas in my life, and I don't know if that's just because I don't have a diverse friend group, but we're not really Samantha, but to me, Samantha has some of the best lines in the show.
0: Overall personality, no. We, we, We cannot come even close to how amazing <laughs> Samantha is. Samantha is like Samantha's, a Samantha'
1: Samantha's the one that you write to be a badass. You when want you want to be Samantha.
0: You wish you were Samantha.
1: The confidence, the energy, the ability to just take what you want and give no shits. She's amazing. Um I wrote three of the the um Quotes the power. I, she has so are, much power These are too. the three quotes I see on Instagram all the time. So I quickly just wrote them down because it really find. Yeah, I find them so funny. Are she's these are like, Samantha quotes? Yes. Okay. She's on the phone at one point. I have no clue who she's on the phone with. And she says his problem is is he's an asshole. Mm. And I just find that really funny because it's like you know when someone lists qualities of like this is why he's got a problem. She just starts with his problem is he's an asshole. And I just I love this. You can imagine when you're, how to when you're to
0: your g- girls, do this a lot. Just FYI, well they'll be like, well what, what's his issue though? Like what's the problem? He doesn't communicate well. And, and in well, their head, they're thinking, okay, what's something that we can focus on? Like where can constructive. we fix this? Where's the project going to begin? Where's phase one? Yeah. And and her. Where do I put up the scaffolding? His problem is he's an asshole. Kind yeah. of just says it all.
1: Yeah, that I yeah. love. I also like tell him I love you. You'll probably never see him again. Yeah. Um. Which, isn't that early on that she says that? Because I feel like it... Oh, it, I don't know. It, she must say it repeatedly, because it feels like a staple for her character. And the other thing is, we're as effed up as you. It's the blind leading the blind. And that's very much like a... I
0: think that's when, when that's she's... It's a girl brunch. She's supposed to be going to therapy. And she's like, oh, why do I need therapy? I have you guys. And it's like, no, honey. It's yeah, the blind leading the blind. Yeah, I just, I love that
1: she says we're as effed up as you are. It's the blind leading the blind. And having that come from Samantha, you know it's the blind leading the blind. Because Samantha would be like, so here's what's wrong. And she'd tell you some sort of wacky bullshit that she come Do you have anything with? else to tell me? or No, because you're trying to twist me on why I should watch the okay. rest of the thing. and Okay, why so
0: so I, I have two time. jobs to do right now. Yes. One job is to tell you why... Get me past season
1: three. Why you need to watch it. <laughs> why I need to finish it. Yeah.
0: The other job that I have is to say why the finale sucks. Yay! So, let's start with... I'm, I'm gonna oscillate back and forth. So, hold on tight. I'm ready. So, why you should watch it. Charlotte is absolutely oh, one of the reasons God, you should watch it. Charlotte Charlotte grows exponentially from the beginning, where she's just like love. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I love Miranda. Yeah. Why would you start she, with Charlotte? She has to change her tune dramatically before the end of the series. She faces a lot of situations. Uh, her dream of having you know kids and a husband and all of that and having White a picture perfect fence. Ha- she has to embrace a reality. I don't want to ruin anything for you. But things do not work out for Charlotte the way they're supposed to. So I think you should definitely invest in that storyline. So by I the should, final season... I need to invest in Charlotte to I have I am her happy. Screwed. I am delighted by the final season <sighs> with in terms of Charlotte's. Although not, every, she, although she doesn't get everything. She gets enough. And yeah. it's enough. And, and, and like, she... Uh, uh, in my... Uh, I, I love Harry.
1: Are you having I a moment? Even, I, can't <laughs> even, I can't
0: even. I can't even. I love Harry, but, like... The finale itself, she does she does manage to get some things so, sorted out. And so for that reason, I don't completely hate the finale, there's just a lot wrong with it. Okay, why do I hate the finale? It's not in fucking New York. The whole series takes place in New York City, I understand it's supposed to be symbolic and all oh, of that. Oh, isn't it in
1: Paris or something? It's in Paris! Right? The way you just I said it, it was like you were going to start crying. It's in Paris.
0: I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have for your finale. I know you're <laughs> trying to do this big blowout thing, but it makes absolutely zero sense for... Total, and I completely agree with the characters who are telling her that she's fucking crazy, and that's Miranda. She's giving up literally everything in her, her whole career, let's just completely burn it to the ground to go off with this guy who has proven himself to be non-committal. Big? No. She's going off into Paris. Call me surprised. She's going off to Paris. And so the only way that this made the finale palatable is that we forget how bad Big is. Big has been countlessly a piece of shit to her. The only way that we don't feel that is that we have somebody who is an even more piece of shit to her that she's thrown her entire life away for. Is this Aiden? Entire life away. Is this Aiden? No, we love Aiden. Because Aiden's we love supposed Aiden. to be great. Shh, we love Aiden. We're I not was going to say,
1: Aiden's supposed to be wonderful. We don't
0: talk about Aiden. <laughs>
1: well, they're together we now. We
0: don't talk. I haven't got there in this stupid reboot. I, I don't watch the reboot, but inti- I know. Not No.
1: What are you talking about? I she don't doesn't end re- up with Aiden. No, but she's with him now in the reboot.
0: Yeah, I'm not watching the reboot. I'm, t- I'm
1: trying I to watch I can't watch the reboot. It sucks.
0: I'm not having a good time with the reboot. it sucks reboot. so hard, Charles? I'm in
1: the second season and I am I love that they forcing have, myself. I, I, love, I love that you're showing forcing. a hand gesture similar to that of pushing someone off a bridge.
0: That's how I feel. Yeah. Every time I watch an episode, I get ten minutes and I go, I can't do this and I stop and then I force myself another 10 minutes. I will finish the series. You know, the only reason I'm hanging on is because I know that Samantha is somewhere in this end. I don't know what role she plays. I just know she's in the second season and I am desperate because Samantha energy is what we all live for. So anyway, finale. So we we absolutely hate the person she's with, which I I don't want to ruin it for you. That she's in, she goes to Paris. New York is Equally, part of the Sex in the City storyline, why they had to l- take her completely out of it? She, you barely even see New York at all, except for glimpses of the other character. It's just—it's an—it's an absolute mess until like the final moment. I hate that. I think that that's that's a complete sham. Um, one thing I do like about so another reason why you should stay. Oh yeah. Samantha experiences growth, especially in the final Like the final—not the finale, but the final. Section of the series, she really grows as a person. <laughs> she has to deal with a very complicated battle of her own. Doesn't she have cancer? Okay, so you know something. Okay, oh, okay. so yes, yeah, she has the cancer. Don't sound so surprised. I know something. Oh, yeah. so you do know something. She has the cancer. She has to deal with the cancer. She's dealing with it in her typical way, which is I'll deal with it alone. I'll deal with it on my own. I'm very independent. But she has someone with her. She has somebody that she's dating, and it, it's very interesting. She does. She does a, a number of moves where I'm just like oh, Samantha, baby, honey, no. And she... (laughs) Baby, honey, no. She realizes her mistakes almost immediately, is filled with regret, and you still manage to move on. It's still like, oh, you're as fucked up as I am. And because you're there for me, I'm there for you. It's a great storyline. I don't want to ruin it for you. It's a great storyline. I don't want to ruin it for you. Yes. So... um. What, what am I bouncing back to? Oh, why, you, you why we hate why we hate the the uh,
1: finale. You've talked about Samantha and Charlotte. I'm a, I'm a, I'm honestly expecting you to kind of go more into Carrie and Miranda. Okay. So you seem like you're doing a bit of a character development arc.
0: Miranda doesn't. Miranda's only role in the end of the series
1: isn't this guy. Isn't the guy's name Steve?
0: The thing that bothers me. I love me? her
1: with Steve.
0: Yes. So there's some interesting Steve. development. You love Blair Underwood, don't you? He's okay. You think he... Well, you used to think he was a very attractive individual. I'd like to
1: point out that this whole thing stems from the fact that I was watching (laughs) an episode of 21 Jump Street, the TV show, not the movies. I was watching it, and he played a a bomber-slash-terrorist kind of guy in a school, and Johnny Depp went in, because Johnny Depp was so cute at the time. And he was supposed to be playing a student or whatever. It, it doesn't work 100% because I like, Get you to can your tell point, Blair Underwood. But Blair Underwood looked really cute in it and I said, he is cute. And all of a sudden, I was... A per- statement was, Daisy had never made up until this uh, point. Yeah, I said it once about him being a specific character in 21 Jump Street. And then all of a sudden, you and Mom were like... Ew. But I said oh, it on. once Miranda. about a character. Like okay. he's like twenty in this friggin so role. Blair Underwood, and then all of a sudden
0: he's he's so hot. Blair Underwood plays down. A,
1: a very interesting
0: character in Miranda's life in the finale, like not the finale, in the final season. I keep saying finale in the final seasons. Um, very much worth you to keep watching, um, Miranda. But I
1: love Steve.
0: Yeah, Steve
1: and her do you, are so do you,
0: cute. Do you love Steve? They're so, so cute. Do, so does the rest of the world. So just keep watching. <laughs> Um, They're so cute.
1: Ha, do you know who Brady is yet? Uh, Chelsea, it's been so many years since I got to see If you don't Brady. know who Brady
0: is, Brady is very key to you understanding this the Steve and Miranda relationship. Uh, very interesting, the both of them. Um, I, I do love one of the lines. She has many lines that, that are just killer during that period where Brady is like... Anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, but a Samantha's was. incredible throughout the entire series. I don't think there's much else for me to say. Like I said, the one who I think experiences the most growth is Charlotte. Carrie is just a piece of shit person for pretty much the entire series. But her style does get better. So if you're looking at her just as, like, a, a model for what to wear, she looks great. <laughs> she looks great as the series progresses. Um, but I think the biggest issue, and, and as you agree, when it comes to why the finale sucks, okay? So lots of reasons for you to watch it. But the finale itself, I think like there's a lot of people who are just like oh carrie gets her happily ever after it doesn't f- coincide like even Miranda says you go get our girl and all I could think was are you just asking him to deliver her because that's the only thing that makes <laughs> sense in my head. Miranda would never be like let's let's throw her from you know from the fire into the what what is it from the from the pan into the fire? Whatever the phrase is she oh. would never you know what I'm saying right? Yeah yeah she would not do this to her friend. She would not say, go ahead, big, and go after her. It would just never happen. So...
1: Miranda wouldn't do that for any of them. <laughs> like, even though no, the she guy would. was no, good. No, for the,
0: for the right one, she would. But this... he's not the right one. I don't care. Like, it feels like a shoehorn sort of, like, revelation that maybe he is right for her. Maybe he has changed. It just doesn't feel right. Um... Although I do like how they... Like, again, y- you feel like you're being your brain is being messed with because your logic turns off for the end of the series <laughs> because you enjoyed it so much that you're like, I'm willing to believe anything. And, and that's the problem. The, the way your the, hand the, is
1: gesturing, you're like a light switch. It's, it's going to
0: happen. You have to, like, you have to spin the wheel on your head <laughs> and be like, where is it going to land? And you're just waiting for it. It's, it's just so weird. But she clearly hasn't learned anything from the beginning to the end. She. Well, Carrie is Carrie is the worst character. Just like we think oh, yeah. Ted is a piece of shit. Carrie is a piece All of shit. All
1: main characters are the worst. We know this. She is really,
0: really a piece of, piece of shit. Their relationship Except was for always toxic. Leonard big is, amazing, is emotionally big unavailable I, there's no reason to believe that he would not continue to be emotionally unavailable and if you've watched any of the fucking movies you know that he continues to be a dick you know that it doesn't stop there so the finale we were right we were all right about what happened I don't care what you it, know what I think and is then there's funny. a reboot
1: which if, like, if the, we're in, in it, the whatever. reboot I can't help but find it hysterically funny that he died by peloton like that to me is about the funniest that's thing. the
0: reboot we're not even going there that is that's so not funny. sex in the city that is just and what just, is it? just like just that. Like that. And just like that. Because so she says that all the time in it. Yeah, so we're just going to pretend. And just like that isn't Sex in the City. So you can't say that. It's a spin-off. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. So You're let's shaking my that. arm around. Um, but yes, Dr. Robert Leeds, I think you'll have an interesting sort of relationship with.
1: Oh, is he the one that's with Samantha? Nope. Oh, no. Nope,
0: I think you'll like Dr. Robert Leeds.
1: You think I'll anyway, like him? Anyway, so
0: that is... Um, that's how I feel about that. Do you want me to talk about the reboot? I can talk about the reboot. Nah, I yeah. think I'm good. Yeah, the reboot is just terrible. Like, one of the worst things I think about it is that they have shoot. Sorry, I do have to talk about the reboot. <sighs> it feels so like tokenism. It's you know what ridiculous. I don't like? I
1: don't like that the, all of a sudden Miranda's a lesbian, isn't she, in and Just Like That? Yeah. Like, why is she a lesbian all of a sudden? Like, that was the kind of shit that you would've put in the original, you know, put that shit in now, when you have Steve available, yeah, and she loves Steve. I mean, the biggest
0: glaring error to me is the fact that Samantha's not in it. It's not Sex and the City without Samantha in it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't. I don't care that Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't get along with Kim Cattrall. The whole put your shit aside. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, 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 I'm saying it. I want Samantha. No, 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 no. I love Kim Cattrall, but I I stand by Kim Cattrall saying that she doesn't want to be in that. I'm okay with that. But she didn't want to be in it
1: because because Sarah Jessica.
0: I don't have an issue with her not being in it. I have an issue with how they're handling it. Because in the show they're just like, oh, Samantha got in a professional disagreement with Carrie and that's why they're not talking. And so Samantha's cut herself off from the group. That would never fucking happen. There, there are several times in the series where she has a professional disagreement with Carrie in Sex and the City. They resolve it, and they're young and petty at that time. As grown adults, they have even more reason to get over it. So it's just <laughs> a load of bullshit. I don't like that about it. That That's something I really... And I think it's just plain old bullying of Kim Cattrall. I really think it is. I think it's bullshit. Leave her the fuck alone. Um what i also don't like is the tokenism they have definitely been like oh sex in the city was really white yeah it was so what they've done instead is they're like let's have a character of every type let's have an indian character let's have a black character aren't charlotte's
1: kids mixed race yes yes
0: but that and one of them that's one of them is transitioning Yes, they have a transitioning character. They have a non-binary character. It's just like, let's check every single box. We don't care if it fits the story. We'll just shoehorn it in wherever we can. Plus, you don't know these people. You don't relate to these characters at all. And now you're just trying to deal with their disparate story. And, like, the season two is even worse because now they're, like, really focusing on these characters that we didn't like in the first place that are just (laughs) tokens You know who who I feel
1: bad for? The guy who died who was, like, the gay bestie in it the ball guy. <gasps> I loved him. Yes. I really liked him.
0: They, they still have, um, Anthony in it, though. Anthony is... Isn't it Mario? Char- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Plays, plays Charlotte's gay best friend. Yeah. He's hilarious. He always He's was. He's always it. funny. He continues to be. He's always funny. He ends up running a, a, a bakery of sorts.
1: That's adorable for him.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the bakery is, like, all, like, the men deliver, but they're all, like, chiseled goddesses. <laughs> or goddesses. Chiseled adonis. I love this journey for him. Um yeah interesting thing this was pointed out to me by somebody else and, and i think it's been written about quite a few times online the hbo max tagline for and just like that was just like a good pair of shoes friendship never goes out of style and people went what the fuck not because of the sentiment of the friendship part it was like a good pair of shoes it's friendship go, goes out of style yeah even if they're a good pair of shoes the whole it's series, like a little black dress series yeah a little black dress would might not worked. go out of style a little black dress would have worked yeah, but shoes perpetually in the series we talk about how those shoes are no longer in style but she still has five million pairs That, like it's the thing that people <laughs> still are trying to rack their brain how can she afford this <laughs> so it makes no sense for anyone who was a fan of the original series slash and anyone with, it now with, with like a brain cell to to go um that doesn't make any sense and it doesn't it really doesn't. A little black dress would have made perfect sense. That's actually a great example. But no, that's not what they did. Uh, and also, friendship. You, you cut out one of your four friends. So I think it's friends. out of style. So I think, so unless you were going for the point that it will go stale, <laughs> then it makes zero sense <laughs> That otherwise. heel's
1: gonna break.
0: So either you're 100% right or you're 100% wrong, and I can't decide which one it this is. Piss or get off the pot. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Um uh, And yeah, and they kill Miranda's character as well. Like her, it doesn't, it, it's they like killed a pers- her No, 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 no. Uh, they killed her, her personality. I was the like, The whole Whoa. series, Miranda is like, I love TV. I love movies. I like dessert. I'll sit on the couch for the rest of my days. I'm okay with that. Mm. And then it, it's her big conundrum is I don't want to sit on the couch. I don't want to watch TV. Dessert sucks. I'm like, who is this character? Because it's not Miranda. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. Um, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot going on that's, that's very, 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 wrong. Um,
1: is it very, 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 very wrong?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone made a joke that, that Carrie should have been married to the Peloton, it would have made more sense. Oh my um, god. Which is funny, but at the same time, not very nice. <laughs> it's mean. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so that is the interesting sort of foray through my issues with the finale slash spinoff. But at the same time, I love the original series! I do! I love it! it and, it, like, it is definitely set in... Maybe a big part of why I love it is, like, it's set during my time. It is set during the 90s. It is. There's a little bit of nostalgia for me. 90s, early 2000s, and, like, I get it. But at the same time, there is a little timelessness to it as well. It is definitely... I remember. Definitely of that era in that it is not necessarily... Like, it's not a diverse range of characters it is very much for white girls going through four white girl problems ridiculous problems sometimes we're just like this is not like none of these girls are, are dealing with anything that's not high like high income
1: problems
0: yeah. i remember so. very
1: clearly but being I don't little and you would t- you would have it on the laptop and you'd sit in the car and watch I it with mom. It. And I was Dad renting would go the in DVDs. Yeah, and I'd, I'd d- sit next to you, and I couldn't I see like, what you, you were watching. Want to watch it? It's naughty. You, you know what you do? I remember very clearly. Uh, and, you, and you would watch it. You were so young. When you really when, when know. you would get another episode on, you'd show me the opening credits, and then you go, "Okay, mine now." Yeah. And you take it away, and I was like, oh. "I was like,
0: you get to watch the intro because it's the only thing you're allowed I can to watch. watch." The second the series starts, it's, yeah. And you, you're like, take it away from me. <laughs> and mom's like, what oh are you watching God. with her? What is wrong wa- with you? Mom's like, what are you watching with her? I'm like, I'm not, she's not watching shit at all. I'm watching it. You can tell her to plug her ears if you'd like. So, yeah. I really like Sex and the City. I, I I still think it stands up today. Um, it's just the finale didn't happen. The finale is kind of shit. But like I said, they give you such such a terrible comparison that you can, it is entirely viable in your mind that you're like okay she ends up with, with this person that's okay Mr. Big's okay like you you,
1: you feel fine so about- the theme of our episode is settling because Roseanne is settling it for an empty no house makes no sense he's uh-huh. still they're settling for each other Ted and um, I think Roseanne's the only one who doesn't <laughs> settle for someone else she's settling for solitude which is horrific considering no, the it, show it feels
0: very depressing
1: yeah and then you have everyone settling. How I Met Your for, Mother with in
0: Sex in the City. It's just the main character gets with the person that you thought they were going to end up
1: with. In the pilot. From the pilot. The, get, the, pilot, the yeah. pilot was what you were like. Oh, okay, that's what this Absolute- is leading to. And then you're like, <laughs> That's
0: what he says to her. She goes, "Do you believe in love?" And he goes, "Absolutely." I don't know if that's season one, episode one, or if that's <laughs> so season one. But she does say it.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: yeah. Sorry, he says it. He says that to her.
1: Yeah. So that's our final episode of the season, end of episode 52. Um, I just want to say a little thank you to Chelsea for doing the podcast in the first place. I wanted to do it to kind of... talk about movies and tv and all these things that you
0: mean the things that we talk about that we talk about a microphone
1: because i think it's fun just to have it recorded so like we could look back on it and other people can go old and
0: gray and we don't remember what any of these things are which I'm, i'm almost there any day now
1: um so people can hear our debates and get in debates of their own about different things you know start conversations and stuff like that and you know if you enjoy it you enjoy it if you don't you don't have to listen to it um, <laughs> you're on episode 52, so you must like it a bit. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to uh, say thank Daisy's you. Daisy solution
0: is fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it for fans. I made it because I thought it'd be fun. <sighs> um, thank you for doing it. No um, problem. Whether or not we ever do this again is entirely separate, but we got through 52 episodes a One whole year. year.
0: of recording and, and editing. You and exhausting it. your sister, like, with just an yeah. absolute... Absolutely. You have. Disregard. You've
1: exhausted me so much, Chelsea. <laughs> uh, but what they, a turd. Um, right. But we hope you enjoyed it. You want to go get lunch? And at, uh, well, I've got to get home. No, you. No, you, you have time. Uh fine. You're gonna eat. Fine. Um, but thank you I, all I for ask listening. I asked a question.
0: It's really in order.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it it's like when the kidnapper has you in rope and they go, "You coming with me?" And I go, "Not really." And you're like, "Oh no, you're coming." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um But so we you hope know you enjoyed like?
0: You know oh. Barbie, where she shows her the two shoes. She says you can. Either you can have the Birkenstock
1: that's comfy. Yeah, or you can have the high heel and go back to you your old Or you can adventure ways. and
0: find out. And she goes. The the I want the, the old heel. way. I want the old way. But I don't I want to heel. remember he any goes, of this. No, no. you're picking he the says, wrong no, answer. No, no, you don't get it. You don't get it. They're, that that's not a choice. You only get the Birkenstock. You only get this one. She goes. She goes. But but I don't want. it, it Doesn't matter. Let's do it again.
1: And once again, you brought Barbie into it. Yeah, that's. How, I feel like that's
0: a good way to end off.
1: Um, hope you enjoyed. I it. am the
0: Birkenstock for I you. I hope,
1: unlike all of the things we discussed today, that you do not believe that our finale did not happen. Our, yeah, our, our Instagram, Instagram, our Instagram is always going to be there, so you can message whenever you want. Like, it could be ten years from now, and you're like, I love episode 37. Don't make promises you are not And I'll be like, you're not one be, moment. You don't
0: know what will happen to Instagram. It could go the way of MySpace,
1: so let's not get carried away here. Okay, but my point is, you could ask, and we will answer, is the point. Yes. For the time being at least, until MySpace is the future of no Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> no, Instagram. That's not what I'm saying. But inst- no, because that's what it is. MySpace is the future of Instagram because Instagram would have MySpace's future. So it's the future of Instagram. Isn't it?
0: I don't think that's English. What whatever you just said.
1: <laughs> I think I just like double reverse thoughts okay. the whole
0: thing. On that note, thank you everyone. Yes, thank, thank you, you Daisy for, listening. for doing this and thank you, Chelsea for
1: editing. Ideas. And I will go to lunch with you now that you've handcuffed me to your arm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's
0: forced sibling love. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that just the only you way? Have to no be? Choice. You have no choice. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye.